guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Mums podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. Today we have a magnificent lady called Kewanda Lam. She's a coach, author, speaker, and she's a, a also a Spanish teacher. So, hola. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> um, and yeah, she also has a single mom success bundle. And um, the reason why I reached out to her is because I love connecting with other single moms. I love seeing other single moms win. And I also feel like ultimately you're encouraging other moms as well. The pure, pure fact that you're smiling, the pure fact that you were doing it, a businesswoman, raising your kids and overcoming any obstacle life throws at you is a magnificent testimony so I'm so grateful that you've taken out the time because it's like 8 a.m on her side guys so I really appreciate your time because time is something we can't buy in the stores so thank you for spending time with me today and please let the audience know about yourself and your single mama journey well, Khalifa, thanks for having me. And yes, it is a bit early over here on this side of the pond. <laughs> we were cracking up earlier about me trying to do accents and and the only one I can really do is the Spanish one, right? <laughs> so, hey, y'all. Hola a todos. My name is Kaywanda Lamb. I am an entrepreneur, small biz owner, single mama like you. And my journey started, wow, 22, 23 years ago when I was just about to graduate college with my first degree. I'm pregnant with my youngest. I'm still thinking that, you know, I'm going to marry their dad. Um, actually, I was pregnant with the oldest and I'm thinking I'm going to marry their dad. Fast forward two years. Now I'm pregnant with the youngest. And, you know, it just wasn't the right fit. So in, in my first book called Do It Anyway, I actually wrote this line that, you know, just speaks it just speaks to me when I read it and it jumps off the page and it says, I was trying to make the American dream. Okay. Out of an American mess. Okay. It was a hot mess. Y'all It just wasn't the relationship to be in. And I, you know, had to make the decision that do I stay with somebody who isn't showing me that he's prioritizing me, prioritizing his kids, helping with the kids, you know, doing a lot of sleeping around all of that. Or can I just do this thing by myself? Cause I, I was already anyway. Right. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes we're in those relationships and we just haven't been honest with ourselves that we'd be much better off. And so one of the things that I started doing was just, you know, chasing my dreams, focusing on who am I, you know, making sure I'm taking care of the boys. And, you know, I got into becoming a Spanish teacher. And, um, you know, that caused me to move states. I moved from Louisiana to Texas. And my life just changed. I just loved it, you know, and I haven't looked back since. I'm still in Texas. My boys are adults now, young adults. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I encourage single moms, you know, on their journey to manage motherhood, make more money. And, you know, winning is my favorite word, right? The winning single mom. And so, you know, just to give you guys that short snippet, I, I, I feel like you know, there's so much negativity in the media and when you watch movies and, you know, even people would come up to me and say, oh, you poor thing. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm happy. Are you happy? Because <laughs> I'm happy. Just because you're married doesn't mean you're happy or that you have that support. And what's so funny is as I've been coaching single moms over the years, I would also coach married moms and they would come and they'd be like, well, I want to come to the event. And I was like, but it's for single moms. <laughs> because they need support too. So, you know, just long story short, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be chatting with you and your audience. And I just want you to know wherever you find yourselves, ladies, 
um, you can make the most of your situation. When you begin to focus on you, your babies, what you want, and just go build a life that you love. Definitely. You're so right, Kawanda, because um, even with me, and that's why I call the podcast a happy single mom's podcast, because ultimately when I would meet people and they would say to me, you're a single mom. Oh, but you look you look really happy. And I'm like, am I meant to be sad? Like, I don't understand what, what the kind of horrible stereotypical idea of single motherhood is in comparison to single fathers that they'll be like yes do you need help let me make you some some food let me babysit in comparison to like single moms that it's just this horrible cloud that women to have over our heads but yeah I love the fact that you you yeah even your the title of your book do it anyway because even when I was pregnant with my son and some of my married aunties were like, look, I'm practically a single mom anyway. Don't let this ring fool you. So sometimes women that are married are actually single mothers, but they don't realize it, that you are actually doing it yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so I will tell. Yeah. And so some women, they would write in and I even wrote a blog post about it. And I would be like, OK, this is for the married moms who feel like they're single. But I will tell you, let me tell you something. We got a huge difference. If he's bringing that paycheck home, honey, <laughs> you're not that single, sis, because I'm making it do on on the one, you know, and, and imagine a teacher salary and all of that. Um, and yes, it would be nice to have the support and the love. Uh, of the person that you're married to and connected to. And I think as women, we're taking our power back in in that respect. But yeah, you know, when a married woman would be like, well, my husband's gone most of the time. So I'm practically single mom. Nah, sis. (laughs) Nah, sis. That's different. That's different. It's not. And I think, yeah, ultimately also it's like, the one of the worst experiences that I felt is being in a relationship and being lonely. And sometimes when you are a single mom, you're like, oh, I really wish I had someone here. But if you've got someone and you're still lonely, if you've got someone and you're still stressed, if you've got someone and you're still having to think about the bills, then you ain't got nobody, <laughs> you know? So you might as well. And I think also like being, being in a union is magnificent, but when you're equally yoked, you know mm-hmm. so you have to be equally yoked and sometimes you don't really know people till you become pregnant as well because you can mm-hmm. have like the perfect child perfect partner and then mm-hmm. boom this little freaking frankenstein or gremlin just turns up and yeah we could just pray that the decisions that we make in regards to our own mental health will be beneficial for our kids because if you are in a toxic relationship now you're not benefiting your child because your kids can see that. And me being a mom, I realize that even when I'm upset, Josiah, my son, who's 10, he just knows. Like you can even be smiling, pretending, but your kids can sense your energy. So it's Mm -hmm. you doing it yourself, like quote unquote your book says, or you picking yourself even down to your career, the people you have around your relationships, you are actually building your kids up generationally they have a happy mom Mom, absolutely you know coming back home and seeing their mom joyful is the best gift you can give your children well that's what I think anyway it absolutely and um I had to look at that and I remember there's a story that I would always tell you know ladies when I started blogging I was like I remember distinctly the day that, you know, my, my youngest was in my arms. He was two months old. The oldest was about two years old and something. And um, their dad found out that I had put him on child support, but I had been begging for those two years before I was even pregnant with the youngest. I had been begging for support. He was still in school. You know, I was, um, you know, I had graduated. Because remember I was pregnant when I was graduating. 
And I was like, I'm giving you time. Like, you've got to also help. Mm. And um, when I finally put him on child support, he was so angry and so upset. And, you know, I tell women all the things that I learned over the years because, you know, um, there was a lot of fear around how he would react even over the years as I had him paying for child support. He only saw his kids like three times in, in that span of me moving from Louisiana to Texas. So that was about like 14 years. And I kept my same phone number. I kept the lines of communication open. I always let him know about things. And it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, ladies. It was so hard when there would be bring my daddy to school day and they'd be like, where's my dad? And because they knew their dad, they grew up knowing their dad. When we left Louisiana, they were four and six. And so they loved their dad and they still had these fond memories of him. And every summer he would promise that he would get them. And, you know, he would come up with some excuse, you know, because he'd be like, well, since I'm paying child support, you should give me the child support while I'm keeping them this summer. And I was like, no one, no one tells me that no one, you know, you know, you get what I'm saying? It's like, I spend way more than the child support that you're paying to take care of your children. You do know that. Right. Mm. And so, um, you know, lots of things that I've learned, the single mom success bundle is designed to kind of help you through that. The, the first book, do it anyway. It's like, to me, it's the, the quintessential book that every, every single mom who becomes a single mom should read. And it's one of those, I think that we should go back to from time to time, because um, even though it's like, you know, some of my stories, some of, you know, other women's stories, it's um, really got some good wisdom in there. I think that helps you kind of really get a handle on what's happening to you. Cause like you said, you've made a choice to become happy and to live happy and to be yourself and to give your son a great home and a great upbringing. Um, and then we know there's so many women who just can't get out of the anger and get to their healing space. And so my first chapter is all about heal because I, I realized that I had to go through that. Mm. Um, I had to forgive him. I had to, you know, go through my process of letting that go and letting go of the guilt that you feel when the other person isn't there and your children longs for, and your children long for and ask for that person. And so, um, so many things on this journey, but you've got to build yourselves up, ladies. And I'm also, Khalifa, a fan of um, living while we're raising our kids. Like, mm -hmm. I believe in going out. I believe in dating. I believe in traveling. I believe in getting a babysitter, you know, somebody that I trust and, and people that I vet. And so I talk about that too, like how to build friendships and, you know, because we just can't have them with everybody. We hear the horror stories on the, you know, on the it's news. Scary, yeah. yeah, it's scary. But at the same time, um, we can't be prisoners to what is happening to us because somebody else decided that they didn't want to be a parent. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, when I hear you talk about your son, I miss that age. I miss, yeah. I miss them being that little. Um, they're big boys now. You know, as, as you know, as a mom parenting, your kids are going to change. They're going to go through different levels. Puberty. You know, there are going to be some things that come up, and you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> my baby is different." You know, and so remembering to go through those cycles with your kids, hold their hands, keep the lines of communication open. You know, for any moms who, you know, have preteens and teens, you know, when they hit their teenage, y'all, some of us, we're not as lucky and we're like, okay, who are these people now? <laughs> and then some of my friends are like, oh, my children are perfect. Oh. Well, my children, okay, because it's puberty and I get mm -hmm. it. So how do I, as a woman, hold them through that? How do I hold space for them? How do I support them through and kind of pull back, you know, so I've just learned a lot and I feel like I'll be writing again, you know, adding to the first book and yeah. 
are putting out another one with the things that I've learned. But um, I love this. I love talking to moms. I love providing safe space for us. Yeah. Um, I'm building an academy, which I'm excited about. It's called the Single Mom Success Academy. I've been working on it for years. And I'm finally, you know, ready to, to, you know, put time and energy and space because it's, you know, coaching and um, all of that involved. Cause you know, I'm a Spanish teacher, which means um, for some people, I'm not just a Spanish teacher. I run a Spanish company, Spanish language servicing company. And um, anyway, I'll stop talking, but. No, no, no. It's absolutely amazing. But I, um, yeah, I love the fact that you are on the other side. So how old are your boys now then? You said 22 it's- and 20. 22, 22. You want an 11-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. I literally thought that I would get married. Um, but what I realized is you really have to prioritize. You have to prioritize wanting to be married. And for a lot of years, because I've been a single mom and I was so accustomed to being independent and I enjoyed my free time, I enjoyed being you know, able to do things the way I want. And, you know, also having the children, you know, I just made a decision because I was dating a guy that I thought, you know, okay, I could, he's, he's marriage material, you know, dated a few down the line. And I ultimately made a decision for myself that, you know, unlike some of these marriages we see where the person looks great on paper, you know, it's good enough. You know, I was like, I don't, I don't want a good enough. I don't want status. I don't want just security. I, I want the, the, whole, the whole package, right? And so I'm still open to that, but, you know, it didn't happen. That doesn't mean it won't happen for you, ladies. Yeah, it will. It will happen if that's what your desire is. But don't want it more than your own your own life. I've said it so many times on the podcast that we have to divorce this idea of waiting around like Rapunzel, waiting for someone to come and rescue us. We need to let let our let our hair down and rescue ourselves. And ultimately, one of my greatest fears as well has always been getting where I want to be in life and then seeing the caliber of man that is in that kind of circle and being stuck with Pookie that, that at home, you know? So I think that <laughs> so I think that, doesn't want to grow. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what one of your aunts was saying, or, you know, like I'm married, but girl don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. I, I think that it, ultimately it's about growing. And I think it's a very, it's a very attractive thing to see a woman that knows herself, knows her worth, knows her value, and knows that you're on this earth to try and impact and help others. You know? And when a man sees that, you know, and kind of you know he would just be like wow this is this is this is amazing and I love the fact that your first chapter is about healing because mm-hmm. even with the moms that I speak to some of them can't get over and it took me a very long time even for my with my own situation to get over the hurdle and over the emotional trauma but one thing I realized is that it's being angry still so much joy from you and I've said this on the podcast before like having unforgiveness is like Someone is in your house, they've offended you, you've kicked them out, but then you've got a baseball bat and you're damaging everything in your own house. That is what unforgiveness is like. And when your ex or whoever it is, or Pookie who broke your heart, he has left, you know, maybe you've dissolved that relationship, but you can't carry on damaging your own self, not wanting to do that. Pookie is doing whatever he wants to do now. He is not thinking about you. And that is exactly what happened. This guy went on to marry uh, someone else. And, and I'll say this to your point, not to cut you off, but I wanted to, to say this along those lines. Women tend to think that he married better than me, or mm-hmm. she's got my man, or um, why didn't he marry me? 
And sometimes it's not that the other person is better than you. Sometimes they just didn't know any better than you. Yeah. You know, sometimes that who they present themselves as, maybe they have grown, maybe they have matured, maybe they have changed. But you know, you hadn't done that much growing and maturing if you're not taking care of your original children. Yeah. You know, if you didn't find time and space to be, you know, what they needed as well. Sometimes for these men, it's easier for them to go build another relationship and another family than to fix the one that they can because they don't have communication skills coping skills they don't know how to problem solve they're they're not being taught that they're just taught to just run all over the earth and and run through women and that makes you a man and um, it's unfortunate right and I tell women I said God God chose you to raise those babies I know he chose me to raise my boys I know I was the the right one and he knew this would happen and so um just in listening to what you're saying about healing and forgiveness I mean that whole chapter I had so many women write into me over the years about like how it helped them break free because they were doing this exact same thing and um you know he is he you know I can't speak for the man I can't say that he never regretted it I can't say any of that because I know that you know God does his work just like he does he did his work in me to get Mm -hmm. me to forgiveness like people will pay for what they do you know we don't have to see it we don't have to wait for them to come back and say I'm sorry like you said, we need to get to our happy and we need to start living our lives because um, the, the fact of the matter is, I believe it was a blessing for him to do what he did. Imagine had we been together, just like what you were saying earlier, what kind of life would we have had? You know, what would our kids like your son gets to grow up happy and joyful and have a great childhood and a mom who cares about him, um, who is totally available to being a present mom. Well, if I was in an abusive relationship where someone's sleeping all around, saying things to me, being emotionally and verbally abusive, my sons would have grown up thinking that that's what a man is supposed to do. You know what I mean? And so I am eternally grateful that I didn't keep myself or my children in that you know situation. And I know a lot of women in the old days, especially, you know, I had a chance to grow up with my grandmother and, you know, great aunts and people like that. And those women, they stayed in those relationships. It's like you were talking about. So they, you know, one day my grandmother and I love her to death. She's, she was such a strong woman. So much of who I am is, is her. But she told me, she said, if he will marry you, marry him. And I looked at her and I said, no, I'm not going to marry him if he'll marry me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take my one because in my mind, it was always like I only get I want to get yeah. married at one time. Right. I was like, I'm not going to take my one opportunity um, to actually be available for good love, mm-hmm. and marry someone who right now isn't showing me anything. Mm-hmm. And I could care less about y'all's norms and about what the people in the neighborhood think and about what anybody says. And that's how you have to be. You have to know within yourself what's the next right move, as Oprah says, because y'all know I just got to talk to Oprah a couple weeks ago. And I, How did you manage that? You got to talk to Oprah. Ooh, I love her so much. What's the next right move? I've been following her as most of the world has since, you know, I was young, you know, watching her every day in college. And um, I'm a part of her Oprah Daily. And um, it's something that I didn't even know existed, but I found out about a few months ago. And you get the opportunity to chat with her. They send out like, you know, a poll and, you know, their, their monthly topic and everybody just lost their mind. And I was like, guys, calm down. You know, when I'm talking to Oprah about my actual books and things that I'm doing, then we can freak out. But um, it was definitely freak out worthy though. It was beautiful. Just, um, we know Lady O is so classy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the session was actually really good. And it was about, um, you know, being 
present and being our authentic selves. And, you know, I talked to her about being a single mom and raising my boys and always, you know, working hard and going to school and parenting at the same time. And I was like, I, I talked to even other single moms about being present, but I said, your idea of present, I'm not doing that. And so she broke down her and her guests about how they really centered themselves in the moment. Cause I'm like, I thought I was doing that. How they really center in the moment and, and figure out what's the most important thing to focus on. And I have to do that every day as a business owner with multiple brands, y'all. And still, you know, parenting young adults. Because let me tell you something, 21 is not a magic number of where they know what they're doing with their lives. <laughs> yeah, still need a, you still need a lot of prayer, a lot of guidance. And yeah. Yes. And then we have to learn to pull back. So that's what I'm saying. I'm learning so much of like, okay, take your hands off take your hands off, take your hands off, you know, even through their teen years, taking my hands off. But Oprah speaking with her was an amazing moment. I can't wait to, you know, hopefully have the opportunity to do more. Fingers crossed. um, That's amazing. And do you know one thing I love about um, like people like Oprah or um, Kevin Hart and just like, not, not, not quote unquote celebrities, but Mm -hmm. one thing I, I, I love is the fact that people look at them and they think oh my god you're so successful you're amazing but then when you people don't take the time to look at their backstory you know and how much adversity that they have to endure and as single moms and I love the fact you're actually a single mom coach but as single moms when we look at the fact that okay I can't afford this today how can I join the PTA and go to work and do the pack lunch and we're thinking to ourselves oh my god I've got I'm I feel like I'm an octopus how do I juggle all of these things and we think why is this person just their 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 life just looks so perfect when we don't actually check the script they busted their behinds to get to where they the are script. just like we're doing <laughs> yeah we don't check the script you're just looking at the end the end movie and they busted their behinds yeah. so whatever yeah. you're going through it might look like a mess like every time we open up a jigsaw puzzle it just looks like what the heck is this but god has a bigger picture he yeah. is the ultimate he has a bigger picture so you just have to carry on punching that wall till you get a breakthrough it is hard even if you were in a marriage and your your grandma lived next door and your auntie lived next door raising kids has been the hardest thing I have ever had to do and I think I'm a strong woman mm-hmm. but there are times whereby you cry there are times whereby you're like what's going on here so you mm-hmm. just have to realize that number one you're not your situation is not unique you know, right now someone has become, someone is becoming a single mom, (laughs) you know, right now I can hear her crying, you know, (laughs) so you are not unique, yeah, you have to make sure you are sane enough, focused enough, prayerful enough to focus on yourself, and know that time flies by so quickly. One of the greatest decisions I made is when I got pregnant, I was doing my master's, and I wanted to drop out, and my mom was like, you are not dropping out, you know, and I decided to carry on. And I was like, how am I going to do this? I was going to work in, in the morning, then go in doing evening classes, do my master's. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do? My son is 11 now. He's actually, it's actually his birthday today, but my son is 11 now. And I think time flies so quickly. It flies, especially when you have children, it flies so quickly. So even if you want to start a business right now and you're like, how am I going to do this? Time will fly you want to start a course time will fly you know it will fly by so don't put anything off that you want to do because 
time isn't waiting for anybody and before you yeah it's not waiting and before you know our kids are going to grow and go and so I tell women like to find balance so let's go back to the Oprah thing right I totally recommend um you know all the things that I've written the bundle all that good stuff it'll help center you and help you you know figure out some things but let me just say this for any mom who's out there saying I can't choose between the PTA, the packed lunch, getting to work on time. Um, I was like the slowest person in the world. You know, I just like to glide, honey. I was just like, oh, time is my thing, darling, you know, before I had kids. And so having kids, I was just like, oh my God, because I was still trying to, I had a pretty good upbringing, right? You know, my mom was a single mom. I never wanted to be a single mom, but I didn't really notice it because we lived in the same house with my grandparents. You know, great food all the time, love and support. You know, I knew who my dad was. They just didn't live together. Got to see my dad, know both sides of my family, you know, so I'm thinking I had a pretty okay childhood. So I'm trying to reproduce with my boys as a single mom what I had. And I'm like, why can't I make, you know, grits, eggs, bacon, and toast in the morning right before they go off to school? Why can't I figure out how to get? you know, a hearty lunch and a hearty dinner and a perfect everything. And then the house perfect. Because growing up, it was a lot of us. It was five kids, my mom, my grandparents. The house was always clean because we all helped. But here I am. There's not that community around me. It's me and two small children. So I'm freaking out. And it took me a while to process. Oh, sis, it's different for you. This is a different dynamic. You've got to give yourself grace. So for the mom out there who's like, what to do? What I had to do is I had to learn how to get up early and I had to learn how to take my butt to bed. And I had to learn how to get my journal out and get a planner and see my week. And that's one thing that, you know, I've done. I created a single mom success planner. Everything is single mom success. Um, I Because I wanted to help women see how I'm able to get a lot done now and figured it out over the years, because like you, working full-time, going to grad school, still raising babies, how do you balance? And we did that because we wanted to make more money to provide for ourselves and our kids. And we did it also because we're interested in the topic that we study, but make no mistake about it, we had to pay those bills, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for the ladies out there who are trying to, you know, stress out, really start doing an audit of where your time is going. I had to give up TV, girl, for years, y'all. I didn't pay for cable and I didn't, you know, any of that stuff because I'm like, what am I, why am I spending time doing that? These people have their lives made, yeah. right? They have their checks. It just comes, this is the buy, this is the end product of the work they've done and they've gotten paid for it. I still got to go do some work to get paid. So, you know, you got to find your hours and prepare for the week is, is one of my favorite um, phrases. I say, prepare today to win the week you know you got to prepare to win it doesn't just happen and nobody's coming the calvary none of them they're not going to save you even even men now they don't make them like they used to and they're like okay they want to go 50 50 and listen i'm like i'm not looking for a roommate sir so exactly oh my gosh <laughs> so is that the um the 13 tools to help help organize your, your home finances. So one of the things that I find that, that, that echoes a lot with a lot of single moms is the fact that a lot of times they're stuck in like dead end jobs just to mm -hmm. provide, just because mm -hmm. you need to be able to pay the bills. So what advice would you have for a single mom that hates her job and kind of would love to start a business or would love to, you know, just make more money passively? 
Yes, there are so many ways to make more money out here on the internet. One of the things that I do, obviously, I was a Spanish teacher, guys. So what did I start doing? I started teaching people Spanish on the side with my skill. I want you to assess what you're good at. Some of y'all can do hair, you know, so you should have all you should have the whole neighborhood up in your house and figure out how to get legal. Right. So, you know, I say look at the skills and the gifts and the talents that you already have. If you don't if you don't feel like you have skills, gifts, talents, now you need to start thinking about what's the skill, gift, talent I can develop, right? Because be clear, there was a time when I didn't know Spanish and I went to school. I have a bachelor's. I have a master's. I studied abroad in Costa Rica and Peru when my kids were little, Mm. two weeks at a time. I couldn't go for a year. I couldn't go for a semester, but those two weeks were enough. And then I live in Texas where there's Spanish everywhere. And so, um, you know, and I, I still wasn't thinking about having my own business, but people were coming to me asking me to teach them. So what are people coming to you asking you to do? For years, my married sibling and his wife would call me every day when my kids were little asking me for, for, for advice. I have coached people my entire life. I have been the respected friend and family member that everyone comes to for an objective opinion because they know I'm going to, you know, biblically, I'm going to think about it because they know I love the Lord and I, I know the Bible more than all of them. And, <laughs> um, and you know, I'm going to really think about, you know, in the situation, the scenario and give like the most, the best advice. And I'm also a certified principal, y'all. I've been a, you know, I'm a master teacher. So I've been coaching parents and children for 17 years. So, you know, when you look at my expertise and my experience in my day job, and then I bring that over into my personal life, what am I good at? People come to me for counsel. People come to me to learn language. People come to me to learn business. I have a business degree, right? Mm -hmm. I help build some of these folks' businesses for free. And I'm like, y'all need to give me a consultant fee because I've been counseling y'all for years. And so, you know, point to the story is, you know, start where you have gifts, start where people are asking you constantly to do this and you're doing it and you're not charging a fee because they're friends and family. Now you need to be like, sis, I can help you out with your braids, but that's going to be 50 bucks, yeah. right? Because, you know, baby needs some milk, mama need, mama need a house. And then you start looking around, you know, for, you know, trusted coaches, um, business coaches um, out here in the online world. One of the first things I did was I started blogging and then I wrote a book right? Um, I wrote that book to help people because people kept coming to me out of the woodwork, asking me, how are my boys so happy and so well behaved? How was I so happy? You know, and I'm I'm a single mom and they were shocked, you know? Um, And I wrote it to just kind of distill some of the wisdom that I picked up. So some of you, you have books in you. I'm I'm sorry that I'm doing this y'all, but I'm an entrepreneur. So Khalifa, if they go to my bio on Instagram, there's a how to write your first book in a weekend ebook. All right. And some of y'all need to figure out how to just distill the knowledge that you have, put it into a digital product and sell it on the internet for $27. I'm at least trying to write my book. (laughs) (laughs) If you need help, come holla at your girl. Okay. Get it done. Because I've gone through the process three times and um, I'm releasing other products this year designed to help us. And so um, I work with some single mothers. I'll help them start their business. I, um, you know, offer that. I don't advertise it a lot because I'll work with just a few folks a year, but we build out their websites. I help them come up with their brand, you know, their messaging, who they are. I have an artist client and she, she was, she was an artist and she was, she's a single mom. She has a different job and she was like, but I love art. And I was like, this is what your business is going to be. And, um, you know, we worked together for three months and her stuff is amazing. She's made affirmation cards. She's 
made journals because I'm like, this is what your products are going to be. Because, you know, I look at who you are. I look at what you can do. I assess. And then I tell them how. But I absolutely love it. I wanted to find out because you said that you're a woman of God and I, I love me some Jesus. Um, yes, girl. I have a devotional. That's my second book. Yes. I love me some Jesus. And um, yeah, I feel like I don't know how people do it without God. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how like even just the, the idea of being able to just pray you know just be like God look I, I you gave me this child because I believe that every child is is um given by God mm-hmm. so over to you you know so he's kind of been my the father that my son hasn't had and I love speaking to other people that are single moms that have got some sort of, of faith like how what has what has your relationship been with God in regards to raising your kids? I'm going to have to send you my book, basically. So <laughs> when I, so I start out in this book telling you guys um, that it was literally, because it was hell, just because I'm smiling now, y'all, it was absolute hell when I was, to be, to feel like I lost my virginity to my kids, dad, to feel like this is the person I love, and then to find out, like, all the things that I found out, and it's all happening at once, and it was just like, you know, scary to the point of, you know, could something that this guy is doing affect my baby? Could it affect my health? We know the things that are out here, right? I'm I'm trying to be PG because I never like to really bring him into what I'm doing. I'm not trying to, you know, like slander him or anything. These are, these are my truths. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you know, so I just kind of keep it PG, but um, you know, it was absolute hell going through that. And then coming out on the other side and people like, how did you make it? How did you keep your mind? How did you, when you said earlier in the beginning, how did you stay sane, you know, to be a sane and happy mom for your children? It was my faith. You know, I grew up, you know, small town, Louisiana, good girl, you know, family with full of love, family with lots of love. And, you know, we went to church all the time and there's a difference in going to church all the time and really connecting with God. So I feel like God's been talking to me since I was little. I've been talking to him. I've been really trying to build that relationship so imagine how shameful I felt Mm -hmm. and embarrassed to him not to my mom not to my grandmother not to anybody in my community because you can't tell me who I am when I know who I am I know I'm still a child of God Mm -hmm. and when God I prayed to him and when he gave me this peace that surpasses understanding that I am not mad at you for getting pregnant out of wedlock I am not sending you to hell I'm going to take care of you and your babies when just talking to him, reading the word and the word of God coming alive on those pages and, you know, going deep into my heart and him saying this too shall pass. I'm going to take you through this. That's why it's important for you to have a relationship with the God of the universe. Now, you know, I understand like people come up, they have different upbringings, right? Maybe they weren't raised in the church. Maybe they don't know God. Maybe their family worshiped a different, you know, God. So I get it. Right. But for those of us who are Christians, we have to, you know, reconcile, um, you know, believers of the way, right. Followers of God, disciples, we have to reconcile like our human experience with our spiritual. Mm -hmm. And God is so, so good to any woman out there. Who's like, Oh my God, God is mad at me. He is not mad at you. Mm -hmm. He's going to hold you. He's going to take care of you and those babies. He's going to see you do everything. And the quicker you turn to him and just say, okay, what's the next right move? Cause Oprah likes to say, what's the next right move. But what we're really doing is we're asking God, what's the next right move. God is the one who gave me peace and told me to apply for a job just out the blue in my spirit, apply for a teaching job in Texas. I was going through it, having three years, you know, since I had the babies, I was trying to make things work with their dad, like co-parenting and all of that. And there was still a lot of drama going on. 
And, you know, but this new thing was happening where I was certified as a teacher and I'm teaching and this is exciting. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to decide if I'm going to stay in Louisiana and, you know, just, you know, if he comes, he comes, if he doesn't help, he doesn't help. Right. And in my spirit out the blue, he says, apply for a job in Texas. I go and I start looking, you get what I'm saying? That's only Mm -hmm. God. Those are God moments. Those are Mm -hmm. God things. He had planned that already to show me that this is the way you're going to be able to take care of your babies. You're not going to have to worry about this guy. You're going to do something that you love. I'm going to put you on a new path. You're going to, I'm going to give you new friends when you move to this new small town that you've never heard of before. I'm going to give you absolute peace and I'm going to give you favor with your principal and your superintendent. When I tell y'all that I would go in there and ask my superintendent, I would go to the superintendent of the school, talk to him, tell him what I wanted. They gave me a relocation package. I was able to negotiate my salary. I was able to take my students on field trips. I had them all over the state of Texas learning Spanish. My students scored on the national um, Spanish exam on silver, bronze, gold levels, non-Hispanic, and my Hispanic students. And that's the kind of caliber of woman I am. I believe in excellence. You know, um, me becoming pregnant wasn't me being wild and being loose in the streets. I was a virgin. It was unexpected. It wasn't planned. You know, I didn't even have time to fully fall in love if y'all, if you, if y'all want me to just tell you the truth. So it wasn't like this is my college sweetheart and um, we were planning for marriage, but you know, this is the path you think you have to take because, okay, now I'm pregnant. There's so many women who are stuck in that, those marriages because their parents made them marry somebody who they didn't love, who they, mm. you know, who isn't totally respecting them and they've had to grow together. And some of them are lucky and they grow together. And some are like, I'm just stuck in this thing till my kids are 18, right? Well, I made the decision not to do that. And it was because of my faith, because God had never left me even when I thought I left him. So long story short, um, get the devotional (laughs) because it's based on, it's based on all these things that we encounter as single moms. And it's a, it's a story because, you know, you you read some devotionals and I'm like, this is the best devotional y'all came up with. I like the scripture. So I apply like things that we go through in a single mom life to God's word, and then their prompts to help you work through that. So I would actually love to, I'm going to order some books on the UK, Amazon UK, and send them to you. Oh, so, thank you so uh, much. I would love that. Thank so you. You can gift um, two to, um, you can gift, I'll send you two so you can gift to a reader. So you can gift the first book and you can gift the second book to somebody. And so if you want to, you know, figure out a contest or something, how you want to give yeah, it away. I would love that. Oh my God. Thank yes. you so much. So yeah, God has been, God is good. Thank you for that. Thank you for the devotionals. Yeah. God is, God is so awesome. And um, I can't, I haven't shared this to anyone on my platform, but I just feel led to share this. Um, so my son, um, it's his birthday today. He's 11 okay. and he acts. Yeah. So he acts and he's just been signed with Disney. Mm-hmm. Ah, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So he's going to be playing Simba in the Lion King. So in in the UK or in the, in the UK in the UK. So yeah. So for me personally, that is like the biggest testimony ever because there was a particular time I was thinking I can't do this, God. How can I go through this journey by myself? And I had faith. Yeah, so I just wanted to share this to anyone listening that listen, your children are they are they've got their own they've got their own purpose on this earth. Yes. We are just here to facilitate and to help them water that plant for so God can carry on growing them. 
Yes. Khalifa, we're going to have to, we're going to have to talk after this, but you can do it, ladies. You can do it. And when it, when you're tired, when it's hard, when it sucks, when you want to fuss at your kids, don't, when Mm. you want, I mean, you know, discipline them when you need to, but don't do it angry. Um, and, and work on the healing part so that you can parent them with love because we don't want to turn out kids that are just like the parent that left. Yeah. Um, We don't want to put people into the world who aren't healed and aren't happy and who aren't good. And we repeat these cycles. We're, we're cycle breakers. And congratulations. Thank you. So where can people find you on social media? Come find me at my website, kwandalam.com. Um, come find me on Instagram, kwandalam, and um, also on Facebook, kwandalam. Um, there's a, you know, sign up for the Single Mom Success Academy that's coming, um, opportunities if you need coaching. Um, the books are on Amazon and also on my website. The bundles, all that stuff is in my LinkedIn bio, not LinkedIn, um, Linktree. And, you know, I'd love to talk with y'all. So come chat. Brilliant. Thank you so much for spending the morning with me. I really appreciate your time. It's been amazing. Thank you. It's been amazing as well. When I get there.